and he cannot even defend you. And you are here because you defended him. I don't know when the last time you told the devil that he has a point. I don't know the last time you felt like the devil has a what? I know you don't want to pretend. I know you. I know Christians. If you want pretenders, go to charismatic churches. That's what they did because they are told, "Let the weak say I'm strong," which is true. And they are told, "Confess victory until you ten times." And they are told to give false testimonies. Lord, brethren, praise God. Blaspheme, blaspheme tenor. Nimemuona Mungu wiki hii. Na Mungu amenishindania saa hiyo hawajamuona mwezi mbili. Na wameshindaniwa kabisa. But because they want everybody to be right and to be happy. That was before Facebook. Now there is Facebook. That's where all the fake testimonies are kept. That's why we have fewer testimonies in church. Because people testify where? <laughs> on Facebook because people will like your testimony. If you think they will not like it, go and say I'm going to die on Tuesday. By 10,000 people will have liked your confession. <laughs> you say I'm going to commit suicide on Tuesday. Then they, there will be people who will be liking, liking, liking. They don't read. They simply keep you busy. Like, like, like. They don't read. Only three or four will write and say, why are you dying? Why now? It is too early. During that time, when the man you have defended cannot defend you, the woman you have stood for cannot stand for you, the company you have stood for and worked very faithfully and brought a lot of profit does not defend you. They give you warning letters. The boss you have covered for him for these years. While he is busy running around. You were there for the company. You are there for the ministry. Turns against you. That is the devil. That's the time Satan, the enemy of your faith, comes and asks you a very simple question. Is it worth, is this how God pays you? I know I'm preaching to angels who don't have questions. After we buried Sami Damba on Friday and on Saturday night the previous day, the following day, Sule was murdered and butchered like whatever. I told you this. When I went and I saw how butchered that young man was butchered like an animal, in the room looked like they were killing an elephant and as a small boy. I looked at the desperation and the people that had run, that had come from church. We had just finished church when people ran there. I looked at the people quiet, not talking to each other. And I asked God a question. I know you don't ask God questions because you have all answers right. I remember asking God, what are you going to gain from this?
because I felt defeated. I felt helpless because I could not help my boys. I could have been there probably. I could have fought alongside with him, but I wasn't there. His father could not have fought for him. But there's a father in heaven who is all-powerful. There's a God who is all-knowing. And I found myself foolishly asking him a what? A question. And I followed immediately with another one. The first question was, what are you going to gain by allowing this to happen? And the next question was, what glory will you get out of this? Because I knew people were going to say, oh, destiny. Bishop by sacrificing people or destiny is sacrificing his people. I knew that is, ask God, what glory will you get? I know you don't ask God questions. And probably it's because you ask them under your blanket. But when people are going through impossible situations, questions flood our minds. Very difficult, hard questions. I have been asked that questions in my 27 years of pastoring this church. One of the most difficult questions that I was asked, I will never forget, by a sister who will move to Nairobi. She came and told me I got saved when I was in class six in primary school. In primary school, I have served God all these years through primary school, high school, university. She's a very senior person in this country. Probably you see her on television, but you don't know. And she asked me a very simple question. I have served God all these years, Bishop. And she had warned me, don't defend God. When she sat down on the side of my table, she told me, on the other side of my table, she told me, I am here to talk to you about our God. And you are God. And my God. But if you defend him, I'll walk away. I promised I will not defend God. And I knew Kumedoka. And she looked at me and told me, I am 43 years old. And I've never gone to bed with a man. I've refused drunkards who wanted to marry me. And there's no single brother. And the ones who came to me were jokers. Brothers, we need a meeting to find out whether you are a joker or not. And she looked at me and told me, and at 43, at 37, I had fibroids. And I had an operation. Not 38, I had an operation. 
and now I am 43 and I have fibroids again and my doctor told me there is nothing he can do because if he operates them, they are large, they are big, I stand of a 70% chance to get cancer. I opened my mouth to answer, she told me, don't, just wait. I finish. She said, I have one question for you and God. Is this how God pays people who have chosen to serve him and live for him faithfully? Is this how he pays people? Jesus. She said, I'm done. I just wanted you to know that God has not been fair to me because I've stood and kept my testimony all these years. And now this? She said, I just wanted you to hear that. And thank you for being my pastor. I've been transferred to Nairobi. I'll be fellowshipping in Nairobi. But I felt like knowing that you have been a good pastor to me and being my dad, I needed you to know where I am today. Look at your neighbor and ask them, where are you today? These designer jackets are very deceiving. Deceiving. This. This. They're very deceiving. Naaman or Naaman. The general had the best military attire on him. He had all the stars on his side and on his chest. He had socks and expensive boots. But even inside those military glittering stars and accolades was a body full of souls. Because of leprosy. Where are you today? What is your situation today? What is my status today? Let's visit John and finish the service. Verse 2. And when John had heard in prison about what? About the works of Christ that he is doing. While he has no chance. He is locked up. Waiting for his head to be chopped off. For defending Christ. When he heard in prison. About the works of Christ. He sent two of his disciples. Don't go to verse 4. No, no, don't go to verse 3. Just stay on verse 2. 
when he was in prison and brethren would visit him they would come and tell him what Jesus because he sent him to Christ isn't it he told them follow him he is the lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world he had taken his disciples and he decreased and Jesus so that Jesus can do what can increase and therefore the disciples had come to see him he was their pastor before Jesus and they would come to prison and they'll tell him, hey, to the Kwa crusade, we're in Capernaum. I'm telling you the truth. We're in Capernaum with Jesus. And Jesus wrecked havoc in that city. Miracles. We were entering the city of Nain. We were just entering the city of Nain. You know that you are in prison in chains. These guys are testifying of what Jesus is doing. And you are in prison because of the same Christ. They're telling him, we saw something we have never seen. We were going to the city of Nain. We are going to the town. Nain is not a very big city. It's a very small city. We were going through the town of Nain. And we found a funeral procession. They were carrying a casket, an open casket of a young boy, the son of the only mother. I mean, the son of the, 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 the mother had only one child, and that child was in that casket. And they were carrying him out of the city to come to go and bury him in the cemetery. And we were with Jesus. This Jesus you told us to follow. We were with him, and Jesus just stood and told them to stop. He touched the open coffin. The mother was crying. And Jesus just touched him and called him out. And the young man jumped out of the casket. And they would tell, they would tell John, hey, this Jesus you sent us to, he is awesome. Man, he does great things. Yeah, but I'm in prison. For defending this Jesus. Who is doing great things. And I'm what? How many of you are in a situation that you can't get yourself out? Don't lift up your hand. But if you are not born again, you would have gotten yourself out. You would have had a delegation this afternoon to go and talk to somebody who is in power. Who would get you out. Would have seen a sugar daddy or a sugar mommy, or would have become the sugar daddy itself or the sugar mommy itself, and your problems would have been solved. Within the twinkling of an eye, whoop, you'll be driving a manifestation, not a car. You'll be living in a five bedroomed house. But because you have chosen to serve this God and to live for this God and glory be to the name of Jesus. Amen. You have seen classmates that were in school with you living a life that you can never, you only dream of because they are connected but on their way to hell. They are well connected but they live in hell. On their way to the real hell. They have sold their soul to the devil. They have sold their soul to the enemy. And they have no peace. They have no peace. And the devil comes and tells you. This salvation has put you in trouble. This salvation is the reason why you don't have money. This salvation is the reason why your job is not good. This, this, is, this salvation is the reason why. 
You don't drive. It's the reason why you don't own a home. The devil is a liar. Satan is a liar. He ended Job's wife. And she came and told her husband, you have defended this God for nothing. The more you defend him, the more your life and your kingdom and your health crumbles. Curse him so that he can get mad. In other words, make God mad so that he can kill you. You are equally dead. Job did not cast out demons from his wife. He just looked at her and I told her, Sister, Najua Mambo Kumeduka. Najua Mezi. Najua Mezidiwa. Najua Mambo ni Mazito. Nakavide Mwanza Town Choir. Ikwa Maimba. Wimbo. Sijin Machakos Town Choir. Mwanza Town Choir. Samsoni Kwakuzidiwa. Katobo Asiri. Job looked at his wife and said, Mama, I understand. And sometimes you need to understand people are going through what? Rough times and difficult times. He told her, you have spoken like one of those people who are not born again. Like one of those women out there. John is being told what is happening in Jesus' ministry while his ministry is 